Morris, the general manager of the Arizona Coyotes. Bill Armstrong joins us now here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Bill, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. How's your summer going? Uh, absolutely excellent. I love the heat, so this is the best place to be. Wait oh, a minute. Come Wait on. A, you love the you heat, You are Bill? joking. <laughs> are you trying to convince yourself of that? <laughs> I'm Canadian, and I am trying to convince myself <laughs> of that. Yes. <laughs> uh, mention you know, all the movement uh, in uh, the offseason, through the draft, through trades, through free agency. There was a lot accomplished. How you know, Now that you look back on, on what was done by the Coyotes in your organization, how pleased are you with what you were able to accomplish, Bill? Well, I, I think we could take the next step for us. You know, we're, I don't believe we're a playoff team, but but I, I believe we're a team that now can compete, play meaningful games, you know, down the stretch and be in the hunt. Um, and we've made some strides. We've accumulated a, a tremendous amount of draft picks. Uh, we've got a tremendous amount of prospects. Uh, we actually have a, a fairly good team on the ice now that's that's taking a step with the Kellers and the uh, Michellis and the Krauses. We're an exciting team to come watch. So we're, we're, it's, it, there's, there's, there's light, you know, at the end of the tunnel. There's hope uh, for the fans that have, have stayed with us through um, this, this rebuild. And that's, that's, a, that's a great thing to come in and watch the Dylan Gunthers now. And now we've, we've got the Logan Cooley uh, coming in. So it's, it's, uh, it's been a great summer, and, and now it's a, it's a chance for us to take a, the next step. You came and visited with us in studio in February during Newsmakers Week, and I asked you the question about, you know, if you had to put a percentage on how complete this rebuild is, and you were very honest, and you said 40%. How much has this offseason changed that number in your mind? Uh, well, a little bit. You know, we, we still have some, some building to do. Um, we were able to move ahead, I think, just with a trade with Dersey. Um, it, it gave us a, a good prospect, a good, good young player at a good age um, where he can help move our group forward. Um, I think signing uh, Zucker and Kerfoot and, and getting Stetcher and Bukestead back. So I think we're a little bit ahead of that. Um, those were those were big off-season signings for us, and um, um, they fit right into our culture um, and what we demand of the players. These these guys, you know, they come to work every single night. So um, it's it's a pleasure to have them on our team, and they're also really good people. So they're uh, they're helping groom some of the younger kids this year, and uh, we're getting there. Um, I believe we're ahead of that forty percent. Oh, there we go. All right, now drafting Logan Cooley was a good idea. Signing him was even more important, in my opinion. Sometimes that <laughs> sometimes that that is taken for granted, and and given the history of this market, it's never a sure thing. Tell us why that is important, in your opinion, to get him into the organization. Well, first of all, I believe when I watched him play last year, he was a dominant college player. He came into our, our, our development camp here in the summer, and, he, and he, for me, he was the best player. And I, I just couldn't envision him going back to college. I, I just believed in my heart he was too good. Um, and, and I believe our team is at the time where we're taking that next step. And uh, before we get locked in and honed in where everybody's talking, about, you know, the Coyotes got to make the playoffs and the pressure's on. There's this year of still development left um, as part of our plan. And this is where he gets some, a little bit of forgiveness in his play and, and some time to, to get in the lineup. Uh, and it's some time to grow, and, and we really felt like this was the year for him to come in um, and, and, and take that next step with the team. And so, uh, convinced them of all the good things. Um, and you know, you know, we had the setback obviously with the rink, um, but I was able to just convince him and, and, and reassure his family and his agency that you know our culture, that our coach has done a great job creating.
recruiting uh, and, and some of the young talent coming in. This is the right organization for them. And, you know, they had some questions about the rink, and I said, hey, I, I don't build rinks. I build teams. So <laughs> That's good. All I can tell I like you is we got a good team coming. And we got a lot of talent coming, so you, you're going to want to play on this team. Ultimately, when, when Logan made that decision to reverse course, because he had announced two months earlier, hey, I'm going back for my sophomore season uh, to play in college. Yeah. Ultimately, how surprised were you? Or, or, or were you pretty convinced that you had you had made that uh, change in his mindset? Uh, well, my dad used to always say to me, uh, no means another opportunity and first and second efforts and persistence in all that you do. So I never really heard the word no. I never really heard the word that he was going back to college. <laughs> I, I just heard, I think he, I think he wants to sign with us. <laughs> that's pretty good. So I, that's, yeah, yeah. So we just, we, uh, we just had good conversation over the, the course of the summer and uh, was able to get it done. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to ask you about that. And I think you started to answer the question I was going to ask because this is an additional responsibility because you and Bear do have a really good thing going here and, and people who are smart about hockey know it. But when you draft young players, a lot of these young players, they've heard a lot of the slander. They've heard a lot of the you know Canadian media yeah. rip this franchise. Do you have to do a fair level convincing that these players are not ending up in purgatory, that it's not as bad as you may have heard? Oh, they love to build it up, you know, the Canadian media. But, you know, if you talk to the players that play here, they, they first of all, they love Arizona. People in Arizona are also awesome. It's, it's, to me, it's one of the best places to play. It's just there's just good people. There's there's good fans. Um, it's, once our players are here and, and once the young prospects talk to the players that play here, they, they, they buy in. They're like, OK, I get it. Um, and, and the rest of Canada doesn't want to believe that this is one of the best places to play in the NHL. You know, so um, I think when they talk to the players, there's proof in the pudding. You know, it's, it's the former players, it's the players that play here now. Once they talk to them, and you know, the, the convincing is pretty easy after that because they realize, hey, listen, they've got great skills, training, great analytics, great coaching, great culture. It's just a top shelf organization on the, you know, on the inside, and and, and players buy into that. And and, and we're going to have a very talented team in the future. So I think that's also what sells them. All right. It's it's a unique thing to the Arizona sports market that a lot of our young stars are kind of small. Kyler Murray, Corbin Carroll, Clayton Keller. It seems like you have yeah. draft. It seems like you have drafted a lot of big dudes recently. <laughs> are you trying to get some size on the blue line? Is that a, is that an important uh, element of what you're building here? Yeah, I, you know, listen, there's, you know, we don't, I mean, we have our philosophies inside when we're drafting players, uh, but size is one. Um, you know, I think it's harder, it's actually, the, the, and this is a hard thing to believe, but there, you know, if you look at the draft at times, you know, you can see that the, how, how much height has, has had an impact on the draft in size. From the people, the way that you know the, the players with size are going to take it in the first top ten picks, um, so there's a premium on size, uh, and you can see what Vegas did with it. And we were the same way in St. Louis. Uh, you know, if our defense was massive, so uh, again, we're always looking for that. It's not the ultimate determining factor, um, but we do look at the size of, we want, of what we want to be in the future. And you know, Simashev, uh, the D man that we took at six, he's massive. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a, a big man skate like that. And cover ice like that um he's a tremendous defenseman and uh with the side those guys he's six seven he's, yeah. he's probably going to go around 
245 and he can move. And that's, that's, that's hard to find. Like we, we call them the machine in the meetings. Um, that, that's a hard, you know, defenseman to find. And, and the only way you get him is you got to draft him early in the draft. So, and the second guy we took was Boot and he's 6'8. Uh, he's got some skill too. So, um, yeah, we did target size and we target size the year before with Geeky also in Lamrose. So, um, we're going to continue to do that. Obviously, there's guys like Logan Cooley that, that, uh, you know, the Clayton Kellehers that have the skill of the world, um, that, that you don't mind, you know, um, drafting and bringing into the organization. But, but, Definitely uh, the size has a factor for us. Bill, thanks so much for uh, joining us. Uh, congratulations on what was a productive offseason, and hopefully we can talk again soon. Oh, thanks, guys, for having me on. I'm just going to go back to that beautiful heat I love. <laughs> yes. Keep <laughs> thanks, convincing <Bill>. yourself. <laughs>